Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Go, iTunes at Podcast Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! Tonight, we are dead by daylight. Ah! To my left, I have Ralph. <laughs> Do it again. See? <laughs> See? Ah! <laughs> Wait, hush. Ah! That doesn't sound familiar at all. Across the table, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Get that dick out of your mouth. <laughs> to my you gotta, right. You really got to ruin that, though? Like, I'm with Clark on this one. <laughs> to my right, I have Harry. Pew, 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 pew. And is that your V? Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no go. Yeah, no, no. Go ahead. What were you going to say, Ralph? Nothing. And I'll be your host tonight, Steve. I love to play hooky. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's dive right into this. Let's get some initial impressions. Who would like to start us off? This game is twisted. It's is it- sick. It's a terrible horror game where you can play as the killer. It's unlawful, unacceptable, terrible. Actually, it's not that bad. Cool. <laughs> Clark, what'd you think? Uh, so I had this game uh, right around the time that it came out on PC, actually, a few years ago. Oh. Um, and there's only one exclusive thing for having it on PC, and it's the only difference. You get to play as Bill from Left 4 Dead, and that's initially why I bought it. I saw, Really? Yes. I bought it when... He, okay, so maybe it's not right around the actual release. When they released that DLC for free, I was like... All right, I'm going to buy this game just to check it out. Bought it, downloaded Bill, was playing as Bill online. Didn't have any friends to play with, play it with. So it quickly died for me. What? I, I didn't say anything. He didn't okay. say anything. Fair enough. He's making a face. Now that it became free on, on PSN and everyone has it or has the ability to get it, I've just been playing it more and more, and I fucking love this game. It's so much fucking fun. Cool. Talk to me, Harry. I really don't have too many initial impressions. Like, All right, I, I felt <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I just saw it pop up uh, as the free game of the month. Downloaded on PlayStation Network and just dived right in. And lo and behold, we were reviewing it a few weeks later. So <laughs> there's really no initial impression there. It's just right into the podcast. It mirrors my own. Yeah, I mean, it's not a game really I ever heard of. It was the same thing. It was actually you. The one tell me it's like you have to buy well not buy you have to download this game it's the free game of the month it's awesome put it on your system and then actually that was when we recorded one of the other episodes Harry Ralph and myself we sat down and we watched me play the through the tutorial and that's that's how it began 
I actually did want to say that this is one of those games that I had consistently seen in the top tiers of Twitch, people streaming. Yep. Um, and I didn't make the connection until I saw the loading screen. The symbol is it is it five Roman? Uh, uh, yeah, it's a Roman numeral for five. Roman numeral for five. When when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, this is that game that okay. But I had never actually taken any time to learn about it or or watch it or really understand what was going on. And I sort of equated it to the um, the Jason Voorhees game. Where you play as Jason, Friday or, the Thirteenth. Friday yeah. You can. It's the same thing, right? You can play as Jason or as the, one of the survivors. Yes, but you don't get to clarify who you play as. You can. You can pick yeah. your like preferred counselor and your preferred Jason. But when you load into a match, you can't like play as Jason. Got it. Uh, you can't like pick like, oh, I'm going to play as Jason this round or as a counselor. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, let's slash on into some game development. Game development. Uh, I don't have a lot for game development here. Uh, I know they're pretty on point with uh, getting out DLCs, and they have a really good roadmap where they're just explaining, okay, we're doing content drops, and we're doing uh, things like that. They actually announced today that there's going to be a new DLC coming out in early September, probably around the time that this drops. It'll be out. It's made by Behavior Games. They are somewhat of an indie studio. They originally, it was in 2015 when the game came out. I don't know an exact month. I know it's been around for, sorry, 2016, because it's, like it's a two-year-old game-ish. Gotcha. They're really good about just kind of keeping updates constantly coming out and fixing things, tweaking things, adding new killers, new survivors, new, co- new cosmetics, things like that. Mm-hmm. And yet another game that uses the Unreal Engine. Yes. Yes. It looks like they've made a lot of tie-in... Uh, sorry, not tie-in games. A lot of... Um, licensed? Thank you. A lot of licensed games, like um, stuff from Disney, adaptations of Happy Feet. It's a bit of a, <laughs> a, bit of a different direction they went in with this one. <laughs> um, yeah, Wait, High School what? Musical, <laughs> Sing It, the Golden Compass game, a lot of handheld stuff. Oh, they made Iron Man. Are you talking wow. about behavior? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, dude, I thought you were talking about, like, in the game. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. They you got have, their inspiration for this game from Happy Feet. You have yeah. to run from a murderous penguin. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't Ooh. put you on a hook. He just dances on your face until he crushes your skull. <laughs> they also made Dante's Inferno. Did you play that? Yes, I did play Dante's Inferno. It's a, it's a really good game. Yeah. I always wanted to play that game. You know what sucked me one. into that game? Like, when they do really good marketing, like, um, Gears of War used... Um, Mad World. Mad World. Like, uh, oh, the Dante's Inferno used... Ah, fuck, what's that song? I have it on my... Are you going to look up a video right now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's uh, in my music. Oh, they made the Transformers uh, uh, Dark of the, the Moon game. Uh, fuck, let me just look it up. Just give me 10 seconds here. You fucking internet addict. Ain't No Sunshine. Oh. They, they no use that... Sunshine? Yeah, they use that for Dante's Inferno. Like, they... Certain games do such good marketing just by picking the correct song when they do their 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 commercial that it just yep. like instantly sells you on the game. This is Shadow of Mordor. I mean, it was published by Warner Brothers, but hmm. is that right? Fallout Shelter. Quite a quite an array that they have going on there. Yeah, they they've been around for a while. The nineties. Yeah, and yeah, I, I I think we can just move on. Yeah, that's fine. I, I couldn't find a game development section on the wiki page because it's still in development. It's it's I, one of those things. It's hard to find development notes. 
uh, unless there's something crazy that happens for a lot of these like asymmetric games that are still supported. Cool. Well, uh, let's vault on over into some story. Story. All right. So each character has their own backstory, and each killer has their own backstory. Going through all of that is just it's it's too much for us to cover and it would just be blandly reading things the game does not have an actual cohesive story to it the general overarching theme for the lore of this game is it's a bunch of people who end up getting pretty much plucked from their regular lives and then they wake up at this campfire they are being stalked by a killer the killer's goal is to feed them on a hook to the entity the entity is just trying to claim these people and it powers the entity uh there's no end game really there's not a lot of things going on for that but it has this groundhog day element where if you get sacrificed to the entity you wake up and you're at the fucking campsite again or adversely if you escape once you escape from the area that you're in with the killer You're like wandering through the woods and every single time you end back at the campsite, the longer you survive the, you know, it it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's just, you always end up back at the campsite. You're always being stalked and hunted by the killer. And put your little hand in mine. (laughs) Oh, poor Bill Murray. (laughs) So, uh, so something to build on what you were saying. So you said like the survivors are plucked from the reality Mm-hmm. But these killers are, are like doing the bidding of the entity itself. So yes. they're, they're almost like plucked from the imagination of reality, which is kind of weird. Yes, like, like, kind like, of. Like the, these fictitious killers from the real world are like brought almost to life to do the bidding of the entity. We have to yes. go deeper. Deeper. <laughs> we have to go five levels down. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to make an Inception joke. It's not really a thing, I guess. Yeah, go guess ahead. Not. Uh, Five levels down, Ralph. Well, hold on. I, I did want to say that I, I feel like this is the kind of game where they had the gameplay and concept first, and then the story was an afterthought, whereas some games the story comes first, and then they decide how to do the gameplay, if that makes any kind of sense. Well, yeah, they decided to make an asymmetric 4v1 game, and they put light trappings of lore, and they're expanding upon it with every release, but I don't think it's ever going to be explained. Or, honestly, the way that they put out content, if they're ever going to shut the game down, they might just fully explain or like have this final thing with the entity. Who knows? Hmm. What I think is actually really cool is they go out and acquire likeness licenses to characters from folklore and myths and then also popular uh, horror movies mm-hmm. and pop culture around horror movies and things like that. They ha- so, like, their generic ones is, like, there's a killer clown who kind of has this weird resemblance to, like, John Wayne Gacy. I was going to say that. <laughs> um, there's a trapper, which is, like, a completely, or- I mean, original, I say, with quotations, because, like, it's just, like, a kind of killer hillbilly Doesn't type of Doesn't seem like he's based off of anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's not directly based off yeah, of anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm um, You have Ed Gein. Yeah, not really, no. Yeah, no. Okay. The nurse, which is, again, just like... uh, What what they do that's interesting is they they take these characters that are their generic ones, and they really differentiate them with their gameplay mechanics, um, which we can get more into. So uh, there's the nurse, 
What, what else, Harry? The the hag, the hag, the hillbilly, the hillbilly. Uh, yes. There's the the doctor, the doctor, the huntress. Yes, the huntress. What what's the one guy? Is the third one the the dentist? <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to the hillbilly. He uses the bell. The wraith. The wraith. The wraith. The wraith. Yeah, so those are like the original ones. And then we have some licensed ones, and they're actually pretty awesome. So we have Michael Myers, who is The Shape. Nice. We have The Nightmare, who is Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Wait, I think The Shape. They that's, actually, what in, that's what he's called in the movie, in, isn't it? Yeah, in one of the movies. Or, he, oh, he is. He, he, his, um, I'm sorry, the, uh, the credit rolls. He's not listed as Michael Myers. He's listed as The Shape. Like as the, it's a direct reference to the yeah, movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they just can't call them by the trademarked name. So then they have uh, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, which is called the Nightmare, which Got is it. perfect. Yeah. Um, they have the Cannibal, which is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the pig from the pig from the Jigsaw movies and Saw movies. So the pig is actually uh, Amanda from. The movies, oh, right, 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 right. Uh, oh. Dresses up in like the pig mask and like kind of pretty much like sets up. I think it's in t- Saw two and three. She's remember. like the. I saw Saw one, two, and six. Does she play in the mud? <laughs> I've what? We. Uh, I've seen. I so I haven't seen all of the movies in like hardcore detail. I've like kind of skimmed over a lot of the Saw movies in general. I watched, like, a bunch of YouTube videos that kind of go over the kills from them. <laughs> and, like, they, they do the connections. So I guess they don't have Jason because he has his own game. Correct. Okay. There's a funny video on that, too, though. Oh, really? There, uh, it's like a Flash animation type video, and they're having the meeting of uh, all the other ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then Jason's like, please let me in, please, please. <laughs> like, Get him out of here. And then, and then you see, because uh, everybody... <laughs> Thinks the one character looks like Nia. one of the, Nia. You see her just like get that fucker out of here because <laughs> she she looks like a ghoulish character. She does. <laughs> so, does that cover everybody? Uh, for the killers. I'm trying to think who we might be missing, but that that might do it. Coming out of my cage and I was doing just fine. God, I got I'm pretty sure the clown is the newest. Yeah, the clown is the newest. Yeah, no, I think that covers everybody. Yeah. So then for. The survivors, we have... Um, I couldn't tell you all their names. Yeah, there's quite a few. I might be able to do it. Dwight. Jake. Megan. Meng. Claudette. Ace. Detective Tap. Laurie Strode. Detective Tap is from Jigsaw. Laurie Strode is from Halloween. Who is... I forget the guy's name from the Nightmare movies, but he has the super baggy eyes. <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, Jake. Jake Park. Nah... No, Jake is uh, original. Oh, is he? Okay. Uh, there's also... Wow, I can't even think of his name. He's like one of the characters that I play. It's not Billy. Oh, the tough dude. Yeah. The fuck is his name? David King? Yeah, David King. There you go. Quentin is the one I couldn't think Quentin. of. Quentin. Okay. And... Should be one more. David. David King? No, David King and David Tap. Oh, Tap. Okay. Detective Tap. Dave and Dave. Wow, they released some, like, quarterly. Yeah. Their, their roadmap is they're going to have two more DLCs by the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. It's September, December, and then one planned for March next year. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of the background then. Um, well, I did want to say one thing about the story. Um, 
If it's all right. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to speak? Yeah. Go. What is it, Ralph? What I wanted to say is that this is the kind of game where you don't come to it for the story. It's about the stories that you create in every session that you play. It's about the. It's about the. The story is. You know, oh, I got away from the killer that time, or uh, man, I almost, you know, I almost got it there, or I interacted this way with my friend. Like the the story, you basically generated. We had that one session where this we were doing everything. We noticed that the killer was sort of like toying with us. Like he didn't attack us right away. That's a totally different experience than the time I was in and I got, you know, hooked twice before I could even spin around. So it's it's that kind of game, and and that course leads in the gameplay, but. The, the real story is user-generated. True. Yep. Uh, to build on yeah. that, though, I, I would like to add, um, the way they designed this game, and I'm going to be careful not to tiptoe over the line into gameplay, but the way they designed the sequences in this game, it's to kind of mimic certain things from a slasher or horror movie. Oh, mm-hmm. like you cross the line. Uh, so with like the hunting and the chasing and the way... During some of these chase scenes, you can throw things in your path. It's like yeah. all these are, are common tropes within horror movies or slasher movies to make it feel more cinematic. So I think that adds to the story. It's by putting these elements found quite commonly in uh, some of these slasher movies. Yep. Well said. Is it part of the story that you have to activate generators? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's gameplay. Nope. Okay. And we're going to generate up some gameplay knowledge. Gameplay. <laughs> All right. So, so, should we just cover the basic objective of the gameplay uh, first? Like, well, don't die I, or kill. I like how everybody in this game is a mechanic. <laughs> yeah, they just stick their hands in an operating engine, no problems. I know how to do this. Bang. I mean. It's an alternate reality. Maybe they just get that when they step into the abyss. Sure. When they get plugged they into the Matrix, doing... then that's where they nerd now know Kung Fu and mm-hmm. how to repair yes. generators. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. could be doing something else. It's kind of silly. <laughs> that's that's it. it just that kind of takes me out of the experience just a little bit. That it's like, what the hell are they supposed to be doing? Like to get this generator going? Just... I, I mean, I don't really think that takes me out of it because i'm more concerned with the killer than like why are we repairing generators like sure sure i mean i get the idea like okay the so, margarita stuff doesn't help either no uh, uh, but that's that's like a holiday thing so all right hold on the base premise of the gameplay here is if you're a survivor what you're trying to do is you're trying to turn on five generators and then that powers two exit doors you want to open one or both of the exit doors and all of the survivors run out Mm-hmm. As the killer, you are trying to stop them from doing that by also chasing them, slashing them down, uh, and once you drop them, you can actually put them onto a meat hook. Once they're on the meat hook, they get through three phases. If they lose on the third phase, it's not really gamified like that. It's really you have to wait until someone gets you off the hook, uh, but if no one does, then you're sacrificed to the entity and killed for the rest of the game. Yep. That's the basic premise of gameplay. However, like... Because of how vastly different every single killer is, it really, really changes games, uh, or sorry, rounds from game to game. And and even the, the different survivors are vastly different with their perks and things like that. Uh, different survivors do different things way better than the other survivors. 
yeah, that was kind of deep the way that the uh, the characters and and their different perks. I didn't have the time to even read the fucking things to really understand what I was dealing with. But some of it just seemed a little long winded. It's like, why don't they say plus one speed or, or, or minus two speed plus one health? I don't know. It could be simplified, I think, but that's not really what you're looking for. Yeah, there's a lot of intricacies with like building a good perk set and things like that and trying to like go out and play against a good killer or good survivors. I, I've I've gotten probably 20, 30 matches as a killer. Uh, I pretty much main Huntress. She's my favorite. And then I usually play as Ace and David King on as survivors. They definitely have it where with having so much variety between the different survivors and the different killers, you're getting almost a unique playing experience every single time you get into a round. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I guess based on the different teams, so like when I play as the killer, I think my go-to is the hag. Uh, I've been playing a lot more of the hillbilly recently, though, now that I like am getting a little bit better with the chainsaw, just maneuverability across the map. It's super fast, super fast. Yeah. But when I play as the, the humans, I've been playing exclusively Megan, just really trying to cap out a character and like get perks all to like God tier status essentially yeah it's really cool like in the blood web and stuff like that like as you level up a character you actually can get what's called teachable perks and once you unlock those they show up in other survivors blood webs Mm -hmm. so you can start building these huge sets of perks for different survivors it's pretty cool you can start to like mix and match perks from different people so there's like benefits to leveling up all the different characters uh, I thought that was really an interesting way to do that, to get you to really stick to the grind. Uh, but it doesn't feel like a grind. Like, this game, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't feel like a grind. Uh, I've I've been playing it a ton. I, I've been really, really enjoying uh, just match after match after match. I, I think the leveling is a little slow, to be honest. Like, the, like it, it's fun, so you don't notice it. But I could see somebody who's investing a lot of time it could get a little grindy in the long term. Like I couldn't see myself going through and maxing out like three or four different characters. Like I just, I would stick to maybe two at most and, and call it a day. I mean, the killers is a different monster all in itself. Cause I feel like they're a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. I, I feel like the, um, the killers feel more unique than the survivors. I think the survivors feel a little generic at times. True. I would agree with you there. They, they 100% do at low level. But, like, uh, I played... I was playing just, like, with randoms the one time. And I saw a rank... A rank 7 Claudette and a rank 4 David King. And this is why I wanted to start playing David King. Um... Claudette and David literally just fucked with the the killer the entire time. And anytime he would break off to go after one of the other two people, like Claudette because she's super quick and also because of uh her character model, she's really easy to hide. And dude, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's like the meta of the game. What are you saying? Uh 
Dead by Daylight memes, like Claudette with a flashlight is like the worst fucking nightmare for a killer because she can just like flash you, stun you, and then run straight past you and then like quick duck and hide. And it's really hard to find her again. And she's quick and she has a really nice perk set as well. She's got um, nice perks. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she's got nice perks. Check out that perk set. But yeah, so like David King, like really good at blocking a killer from being able to put you on a hook and getting away from the killer very quickly. He has this thing that when he's injured, the killer can run up and try to like swing at you or lunge at you. And you can actually take what it's called dead hard and you press X and you just sprint you just you, you go to i think it's double and a half of your speed holy shit and you just you book huh. but like it's so good for getting away from a killer because you can uh, so my strategy with that because i've started to play with him i'll pallet stun a killer that's following me because you can run past pallets and as a killer comes up to him you can pull pallet down and it stuns them and then they have to go through the pallet like destroy it to get to you so I'll do that, start running, and as soon as I hear them start kicking the pallet, I'll dead hard, and I'll just be gone. They won't be able to follow me. It's I would have renamed that uh, ability. <laughs> He's British. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like think hardened criminal. 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 So I, I think one okay. thing, so, so as far as balancing goes, so to maybe some of the listeners, you can say, like, oh, what if the killer gets, like, three of the the survivors early and they didn't get through their five generators for for balancing purposes the last survivor has an alternative way to escape and if two generators have been completed oh is it you have mm-hmm. to get at least you have two? to get two generators oh. completed okay but a little hatch door will open that's randomly generated somewhere on the map um which gives you an alternative and it's come into play so many times for me. Oh my god, I've watched Harry I be least... the last survivor and just like, oh look, hatch jumped down. Yeah, fuck you guys. Like, I'm wow, out. he won. The the one match the one night I spent what is it like 20 minutes just lurking around the map because I was the last survivor and really, this guy like, was slowly and he couldn't and see it, you. Well, yeah, if you if you walk like if you crouch walk you won't disturb like the birds, which will give like a sound cue to you away. You or... won't click off the hag signals if you crouch walk as well. Yeah, because the, the the killer has a um, like a viewpoint where they can see where you've been, right? Based on, I guess, how much that person has been rushing. If they're like full sprinting, they leave marks all over the place. But if they're crouch walking, they don't really leave a trail at all. And you have to keep moving, otherwise the crows will. Gather no. at your spot. Gather at your yes. At. So if you're mm-hmm. standing still, the uh, there's crows that will circle you, just uh, to make sure you're still moving. Yeah, it's, so, it's to killer. avoid camping. Yeah. So yeah, I spent 20 like twenty minutes. minutes just looking for this hatch, just being very careful to hide whenever I would hear the heartbeat. Like it, I I'm sure because I think Clark and John were both playing with me that night, and it must have been agonizing because they were just sitting on the menu listening or, to me oh, like, oh i was watching you, oh, you were? yeah okay. i was spectating i was trying to help you look for it but i was like i was like all right harry you got to do something you should start working on that last generator or like you need to like quickly look for the escape hatch he finally fucking found it though yeah. doesn't it emit a sound or something it does but it's only within a, like a 10 meter radius you have to re- you have to actually find the damn thing yeah um but you pulled out the win nice I wanted that win so bad. <laughs> That's why I took my time. I, I did not stand up to walk at all. I would crouch walked everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. 
So I will say, so so powering up the generators is agonizing. I suck. <laughs> it is so slow to begin with. But on the alternative, they, they throw in these little things called skill checks, where it'll give you a sound cue and then a little... Quick time uh, event. Yeah, a little quick time event pops up. And if you fuck it up, it notifies to the killer where you are. Yep. Essentially. And yeah, it they, does damage to the generator. It's like a backfire. It's like a big bang. Yeah. 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 It is... So nerve-wracking working on a generator, not only because it takes forever, but because of these skill checks can just pop up at a moment's notice. Some of them just pop up back-to-back. Like, as soon as you finish one skill check, another pops up on the screen. Like, you don't... Like, there isn't, like, increments going up the generator when they're just going to pop up. Like, it could happen at any time. But the biggest variable are your teammates. No? Yes and no. Uh, so what I've noticed is communication is king in this game. Oh, absolutely. So if you have if you have a team of four survivors and they can all communicate via headset, it is so much easier than trying to communicate without it. Mandatory. Um, because there's like a learning curve with our friend group uh, right now. Hamill and I do a lot of killer handling while everyone else works on generators. I'm a generator guy. Yeah, yeah. Harry's Harry's generator guy. I'll start by doing generator stuff, but as soon as another person becomes in trouble, then I start fucking with the killer or trying to get them off of hooks or things like that. But I'm also playing David King. I'm that's literally my job role in the game is to like I need to be the person saving people, fucking with hooks or like if I see a killer is chasing somebody and we can communicate and it's like, "Hey, is he like right on you?" It's like, uh, if, if he's not, I'll run over a generator just to get a bad skill check to pull him off of that person so he'll start coming for me. And it's like, all right, I'll deal with him. Yeah. So on a different side note, like the way I tend to play, and I think this kind of builds into the importance of building a um, character, a decent like perk set and like one that caters to your play style. Mine is all about kind of quick and stealthy from generator to generator and what helps me with that is like i got that sprint burst so if i do get in a pickle i can run away really quick always um, helpful you're playing meg right yes yeah she's the runner yeah um so it really helps me get from generator to generator really quickly and i use the uh, deja vu perk so whenever you finish a generator it pops up three more on the map hey here's three more generators so it's <sighs> easy oh, wow. to i love navigate it's where so the other generators are and then I also use the one perk whenever I finish. Like, a lot of my things trigger when I finish a generator. Um, the other one does, um, it shows me where the killer is uh, for five seconds whenever I finish a generator. So oh, not only do the generators pop up, but I know which ones to avoid and which ones are, like, completely clear wow. of the killer. So it helps me get around the map. And I, I finish, like, usually, like, 50% of my matches without even getting touched. And I just focus on my job for the team and just getting those generators done he's a real team player this guy hey i get it done yeah yeah <laughs> honestly honestly you need I'm harry's not, a producer harry, i'm, I'm not <laughs> ragging on you man results i'm not ragging typically a a winning team you have everyone goes generator first if you can get two or three generators like in the first 10 minutes of a match you're probably all gonna survive but like what you need to do is you essentially if you can pair off into two twos or a two, a one, and a one. And everyone starts working on generators. And then when the killer shows up, it's 
you know, you're splitting off or you're meeting up with other people or one of the two people become a harasser or however that works. And then what you're trying to do is you're trying to distract the killer just enough that it gives everyone else time to really they can do fuck ups. They can do whatever they want. As long as the killer's on you, that's like. See, and that's like my strategy. I, aggro. I I like yeah. to be chased by the killer. I think it's fun. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm like nope. I'm really fucking good at being chased by the killer. I mean, Harry, you've played tons of games with me. I don't get hooked that much, and I work on generators. You know who gets hooked a lot? John. John does. Yeah, <laughs> friend of the show, John. Shout I, out to John. Man, we were all laughing about it the one time. John spawns into the game and within thirty seconds is hit at least once by the killer. Every single oh game. Oh my god! Like, we don't know. Does he know to crouch? We we don't know what it is. We don't know exactly what it was. But yeah, just there's something about John that <coughs> you should play Claudette. Uh, it, it, it's I'm going. Not, to, that's going to be my next character, mainly yeah. for her self heal ability. Yeah, her self heal ability is really to, good. Uh, she doesn't even need a med pack. She can just heal herself. Yeah, she's she's standalone pretty good. But the thing is, when you first start the game and it's a fresh character, at like skill level anything under 10, it's a scary fucking game. Because uh, you, you yep. have nothing. You yeah, it is. You, you don't have the perks. <laughs> you don't have the perk support to be able to actually be like self-sustaining and things like that. And it, it the biggest hump, I feel like, in the game to get over. My lovely lady humps. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> the hag. No. Hurdle. Um, the, the the biggest hump to get over is. Wednesday. Is one, <laughs> is one to 15. Level one to 15. I'm like three. <laughs> yes. Got it. But what is cool is you can play as the killer and you can play as the survivors and you can just pull up your blood points and then use them in one or the other. Hmm. They pull together. So you want to talk about playing as the killer then? Uh, can I talk about one more thing as a survivor? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I find like as I'm getting better and better at the game, a real winning strategy. So you get was eight generators a map, I believe, or maybe seven. I think it's seven yes i think you're right i think it's seven so what i noticed could be the biggest detriment to the survivor team if when they get down to those final three generators if all of them are within a small area i see it's easy for the killer to patrol those three generators that's how i've won so many games because i'll like i'll let them go on the first couple and i'll just choose hey i want these to be the final ones and then i can just walk around i can constantly kick the uh, the generators so that they never actually can get anywhere any progress with any of them. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is jump around the map and then save the last couple generators. The last three, I believe, is when it becomes a problem. But those last three have to be super far apart so that he can't uh, actively patrol all three of them. In a, um, you got to keep him on his toes. So Essentially, yeah, because then he has to pick and choose at that point and. It's easy for the survivors to just split up and bang one of those last ones out. Yeah, bang that generator. All right, so killers. I pretty much main Huntress. My Huntress is like level 20-ish. Because I've been I've been siphoning points from my survivors into my Huntress as well. Oh, gotcha. Which do you enjoy more? Surviving with friends, I enjoy more. But playing as the killer, I actually really like. Uh, especially the Huntress... So for a while, it, I finally broke my streak, but for a while, I got really good with the Huntress to the point where in the first minute of a game, 
I would find somebody and throw a hatchet at them, hit them, and they would disconnect. Like, I, I was making people rage quit with my Huntress. Wow. Uh, it was like, literally, I had three games in a row where it would be rage quit, kill all three, rage quit, kill all three, rage quit, kill all three. Then one person finally got away from me in, like, my fourth or fifth match. And then I actually just recently, because I kept getting people DCing or escaping at that point, Yeah, um, people don't like playing against the Huntress because she has ranged attacks, which people don't like. Yeah, that makes it a little tougher. That's why they rage quit. Yeah. People just don't know how to play against her. There's a very easy formula for playing against the Huntress. She has one big glaring weakness, and that's if you hear her lullaby, she's within a 45-meter radius. Which means that you need to actually start worrying about it because her heartbeat is 10 meters lower than everyone else's. So she's actually, like, when you hear her heartbeat, it's time to move. A lot of people are like, oh, okay, the, the killer's, like, probably, like, two or three walls away, probably can't see me. But when you hear the heartbeat of the Huntress, you need to move immediately. Get the fuck out or hide. Uh, because she's actually like really fucking close. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that, and they just get axed. Today with Literally. the, or not, no, it wasn't today. Yesterday with the Wraith, I actually managed to kill all four people for the first time. Like, without anyone disconnecting, <laughs> which was nice, because it was a fucking achievement. What are you, Harry? Oh, I killed all four my first game. <laughs> Fair really? Enough. Yeah. Damn. I, I mean, I, I I technically killed all four of mine, but, like, I put somebody on the hook, and they disconnected, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was my I first match shit. I played ever. I didn't even play Survivors at that point. No I just shit. Hopped in. I was like, oh, let's check this game out. <laughs> oh, look. Apparently I can kill I things. am good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you got a wave of uh, noobs with it going free on. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I uh, I went AFK the one day as the killer. I, I think I had to take a phone call or something like that, and I came back to the game, and two of the Survivors were just on my screen just looking at me like... Is he going to do anything? Really? Yeah, and I just got back. I was like, but, but. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is convenient. Oh, man. They're chasing and, me. And and playing as the killer, like a lot of people, initially when you start, a lot of people think that the killer can just like swing, 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 swing. They can't. No, you can't. There's actually a cooldown. So once they hit or swing at all, they they take a second to reset their hand. And a lot of people don't realize that when you get hit by them, if you immediately turn around and run past them, they're never going to have enough time to recharge, to swing mm-hmm. again. And then the killer plays in first-person view. So if you're standing on the side of the killer, a lot of people panic and run. But like you can stay behind a killer, and as long as you're not making noise, they have no fucking idea that you're there. So like you can... Uh, pro tip, and this is how I've become really good at eluding killers, is... I'll be running through, and instead of dropping a pallet so they know where I am, like I'll be running through like ruins or like a bunch of the, like the weird like broken down cabins, mm-hmm. running through, running through, running through, quick around a corner that's like uh like a double corner, run around and literally just crouch in a corner. Nine out of ten times they just walk right past, and they'll literally walk right next to me. But because it's first person view and you're down here, they just they just don't see it- you. The one thing that I guess really bothers me about the gameplay of this game, and this is like more than any game I think I've ever played, but to really be good at this game, you have to like exploit the mechanics of this game to the fullest. 
like care to elaborate timing is everything uh, like if you watch some of these videos like survivors shuffling over like if there's a roof here and a roof here a survivor could shuffle this corner that a, a killer can't what's that listeners can't see your fingers i know it's um two adjacent rooftops yeah, yeah. so if it's like a right angle like between the two roofs and you're missing that square in between they can cut the corner that a that a killer can't the hiding behind the kill i don't it's it's hard to explain but to get the maximum out of this game you have to push abusing the mechanics of it to the limit i feel. not the mechanics i the physics of the game maybe the physics maybe that's cuz the mechanics like that's just playing at a higher yeah, level you're you're right you're right but like the physics of the game i think there's a lot of areas that you can exploit to to give yourself the edge in this game for sure it, i think that goes both ways though the so edge. Give yourself the edge. Like of a knife. Sorry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm listening. <laughs> he didn't say anything. Continue. You, you know what I'm saying, though? Like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, like... You know. really have to think about the killer's perspective constantly if you're playing as a survivor. Yes. Yeah. The killer's perspective being first person, what it does is it evens the playing field for a survivor to actually go toe-to-toe with the killer. Because they need to be able to go toe-to-toe with the killer a little bit. Uh, otherwise, the killer just runs around, knocks everybody down, and that's the game. Awesome. Yeah, doesn't take much. I think what makes the game special, too, is some of that jankiness. It's not a perfect game in execution. However, I think that how fucking hilarious the community is about this game and how everyone's like, yeah, this game like is perfect and things like that. Like, It's fucking flawless. <laughs> I mean, it's not at all. It's definitely not a flawless game, but I think the game flourishes the way that it is. They're they're making little tweaks to try to fix certain things, but like it's not broken. I th- like all right. So like what Harry was talking about, and I know this is this is like a, it's a glitch, but if you think about it, you have this giant hulking killer. They're probably not going to be actually be able to make that corner-to-corner jump like that. But, like, if you were a survivor on that, you could easily just run across. Like, if you were Do a, a little regular, regular-sized human being, like, none of these are... And and I've seen hags and nurses do that, but because, like, the wraith has the really broad shoulders, the hillbilly has his arms out all the time, they get knocked off. But I've seen hag and nurse both do that. The nurse can do the teleport across, which is crazy, um, but like that kind of stuff, like I'm not, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying there are, there's jankiness on both the killer and survivor side yeah, where you that can, they can put exploit. some logic yeah. to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it's, it's really, really hard to describe, but when you play it, you can kind of see it like, and doing like weird stuff. It's cheat. Uh, it's cheese. Like it's, yes, it's, it's yes. how, it's how people exploit certain moves in dark souls. To like just like cheese their way through a really tough boss, they just find that one little thing that works, and if they have to do it a hundred times, they do it a hundred times to just cheese their way through. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, you can cheese this game, but you can do it both as the killer and survivor. It goes both ways. Yeah. Say cheese one more time. Cheese. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> that, I, that's really all I have to talk about yep. gameplay. What about you guys? I think he covered it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, let's hack our <laughs> way over into some graphics. 
graphics. I think other than the occasional like janky, weird uh, graphical glitch, I think the game actually looks really cool. I love the design of all the killers. I think the killer designs are really good. They really give a unique look to like all of them. It's like you can't really mistake any any two. Yeah, no, you see them out in the field and you're like, okay, that's the trapper or okay, that's the clown or, mm-hmm. you know. I think the characters are the standout here. It's really not about the environments, at least to me. I think the environments are pretty interchangeable. I like that. So, let let's except say for, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Except for something like you know, if it's in the woods or in the swamp, they, they're similar. If it's in, like, a complex, like, inside a building, then obviously they're not the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But most of the time that I play, it's out in the woods or somewhere dark where you can hide. Yes. I. What I do like about the environment specifically, like, let, let's say there is a stealth game and you want to hide behind something. Um, there's, like, a command on it where you remove yourself from the playing field into that zone like this you can just seamlessly transition into the grass and seamlessly transition out there isn't like a command for it or, or some kind of there's it, not like I, a I mean, hide button yeah yeah, well, yeah there's not a hide though for like cabinets and stuff because i've hidden in that well yes, yes. Yeah. i meant that but i've hidden in tall grass before and a killer walk right by me right or hiding behind a rock or a tree or like I, I've done stuff without having to hit a command for it. Or it something. It's it's it. What you're referring to is like a Assassin's Creed, where you have to jump into the bale of hay. Yeah, to hide like that. and stealth is required on that, but you couldn't crouch next to the bale of hay and have it count. It's more like walking with the uh, the group of whores, oh where you just seamlessly go in Whore, Italian whores. You seamlessly just can blend in, and it's not like you have to do any extra action. And then it's like, all right, well he's passed generators back there i'm going to go start working on that or whatever your task may be just blend dead by daylight with <laughs> those book toting scholars <laughs> and you've made a real horror game <laughs> no that'd no? be the yes. most difficult game of all uh something graphically i stood out to me since the first time i played when you're on a hook you could see the um the auras of your your fellow survivors and they have this weird outline and animation that reminds me of a man. Like, did you ever see the signs when you're driving on the road where it's like crossing here and you see like a little man just like, how's that? Yeah. Yeah. They look kind of like that. And you just do animation back and forth. It looks fucking weird. Like, like they're a little caricature or something. Kind of, it's just, it's very odd, and it's a little jarring when it comes to this horror game, and then all of a sudden you see this <laughs> janky-ass character outline that just... Well, they blew all their money on those licensing deals. They don't have money for the, the little stuff. I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird, though. It is fucking weird. It, it almost takes you out of the moment, too, to be completely honest, because it looks so goofy. I don't know. I think being put on a hook more than once and then having giant like bone claws impale you in the stomach that sort of takes me out of the experience really <laughs> wow just a little bit graphically i do want to see more of the entity though i'm super curious like you really don't get much of them you don't but i i like the whole animation where it just like takes your soul and pulls you into the sky kind of thing yeah I mean, super cool it's mysterious it is very mysterious Maybe maybe we would do more harm to the good by revealing more. Maybe just having it's an that. alien creature that came out of a black hole or something I, wouldn't be good. I think it's cool that you can 
give offerings to the entity before you like enter a match to like change certain aspects of the field and things like that. Let's scream our way into some music. Music. Thanks, Ralph. Appropriate. Which there is a lot of screaming, which it is appropriate. <laughs> it's it's a very sound heavy game. Yes. <gasps> oh yeah. It is. All the cues. All the cues, the crows, the heartbeat. The heartbeat is awesome. I fucking love it. Just like the impending, like, starts off as a slow, like, every once in a while you hear, hear, and then as it gets closer, just, like, picks up and and gets more rapid, and then you're like, oh, fuck, it's on me. It makes me scared as hell. Yeah. Like, I'm running around and just hear, like, the little bit, and I'm like, okay, I think I might be okay. And then as it starts getting louder, it's like... Fuck me, this is not going to be good. Which it usually doesn't turn out to be good for me anyway. Yeah, there's your terror. I mean, you can't see the killer and you hear like, and it's like, oh my god, where where the fuck is this thing? Like, I I haven't seen it for for two minutes, and it's just like it's all over me. I and and also another thing too is like you start to get accustomed to like, okay, so there's a heartbeat when a killer is near. So then they start changing that with certain killers like the pig can go silent where you can't hear her heartbeat at all so she can just creep up and be right behind you or like michael myers where his heartbeat doesn't start until he's on the second phase but his whole thing is to stalk and he gets points for stalking and then once he like reaches a certain level uh, i think it's like level three once he hits that he goes into like a blood rage for like two minutes Every single hit that he does, you can be full health. He hits you, you're on the ground. So he skips a health phase. So he becomes really dangerous, but he stalks you. So like you're like looking around, you don't hear a heartbeat, and then all of a sudden you just see the white mask like in the fucking woods just staring at you. you see a shit. It's yeah. fucking terrifying. Like I I think he him and the Wraith are the two scariest ones to go against. Really? Yes. That's cool. Yes. Like um Man, Michael Myers just standing there, and then you, like, turn around. Like, I've had it where I'm, like, working on a generator. I'm like, all right, this is almost done. I need to figure out where I'm going to run to next. And I turn around, and it's just, like, Michael Myers is, like, three feet behind my character, and he hits tier two, and then all of a sudden he just raises the knife. And I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. It's like, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so dead. But yeah, like the the killer can get the jump on the player. The player can get the jump on the killer too. Like if you have enough like recognition for it, you can get away from. And it's all based on sound. What really drives me nuts when it comes to sound, like like I love the heartbeat as like an indicator that he's near. But it's like I get it confused with the actual music so often. Where sometimes I'll jump off a generator because I think he's near, but it's like it was just a cue in the music, and it's like I wish I could mute. You can't turn it off. Yeah, you can turn the music off. I don't know how. Like I found the, the settings. I found the thing in the settings that said uh like to turn down menu music, but I haven't found anything that says like music. But uh, it would also I don't know. Old man Harry, I don't know how to use a VCR. Uh, I'll can play you it around the clock cuz I really I just want to hear the heartbeat and like sound cues in the match. I don't want to have to worry about the music like at all. So you can actually focus on Cheater. what you need to actually focus on. Uh, Hacks. I want to exploit I'm that. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they might. They also might have that locked in there so that you can exploit it. It's the same thing with like H1Z1, 
where the birds sound like a yeah. military chest. You can't turn it off. No, the, the the sound cues are super important in this game. Like like even from the killer's perspective, like you're list listening, like a like a wounded survivor will whimper and make noises. Like that's something you listen for. If you don't even have any visual cues, you could just listen to see are they nearby. Mm-hmm. You can hear somebody moving in the tall grass and things like that. And like, uh, oh, so another thing uh, that I thought was really cool with the huntress. So she hums and you can hear her humming uh at a long distance but also uh she has a perk that as you get it to level three you get like tokens for for hooking people once you got have hooked someone three times it could be all three you know three different survivors once you get those three hooks no audio cues for generators you have to be staring at your screen or else you'll miss a check no shit there's no check sound. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. That'd be like I, my worst fucking nightmare. I mean, it's a really high-level perk, but, like, you could be looking around and just miss a check, and then boom! There's also, like, perks to, like, turn that off, or it's like a 50-50 shot. If you miss a skill check, that it just won't make a sound. It's pretty cool. I That's interesting. I think the sound being such an important thing in the game is, is uh, really cool. Well, there's not a lot of games that are out there that really utilize where you have to really focus on that. Yeah. You don't think so? But just based off of the sound cues like that? Not so much. The entire crux of the game is based on this. If there was no heartbeat in the game, it would be okay. way no. less fun. I gotcha. I'm thinking like online competitive like shooters where you can hear their footsteps and stuff like that i guess well i mean i, I guess know. for some stuff like that i mean you could even compare that with siege where you just listen around or siege just is my a little bit is the one is my go-to oh b- before we get out of music though like it's cool how the music changes when all of a sudden you're in a chase scene like it it, it turns into this like scrambling music where it like really ramps up the intensity of that that particular moment that touches back to what you were saying where they really take a lot of elements out of like horror movies and yeah. it makes it yeah, makes yeah. you feel like you're in a horror movie and i think that was one of their, their premises when they were designing this game is like they really wanted to take as much from horror movies and make it feel almost like you're living through a horror movie yourself mm-hmm. that's pretty obvious that that's what they're going for cool so let's offer up some final thoughts final thoughts uh, I want to say that this is an incomplete uh, final thought because there's really no end game here. I I need to spend more time with the game to really generate a complete consensus of what I think. As it stands right now, it's a scary, fun, if you're with friends, game to be a survivor. It's an interesting concept. I, I, I like the idea. I like the execution. I'm not like head over heels in love with it, though. I'm not really into horror games. I'm not even really into a lot of games where I'm playing other people online. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. No. So I'm going to say that I I like it. <laughs> I'm going to share some of the same words as Ralph, just because I have not put nearly as much time into it as uh, as you two have. But with that, it's fun enough to the point where I want to keep playing this. More so, what I want to do is actually to start hopping online with you guys because I haven't played with friends yet. It's pretty much I've just been running solo on it and I feel like that could really that could up the fun factor and then I can definitely learn a hell of a lot more by playing with people who can actually do things and communicate instead of just 
randomly running around with three other people and then ending up on a hook a couple times. Yeah, that's that's never fun. No. It's a fun game. Uh, it's a much, it's a very different experience from when you're a survivor to the killer. Like when, when you like play as a survivor, it is like intense and terrifying. And when you play as the killer, you're basically taking that whole element away. Like it's just a, it's just like a fun game then. So I, I highly recommend anybody getting into this game, play as the killer first, just to kind of learn some of the aspects of the game. And I, I think it, it's a, You'll have more fun with the game initially by playing as the killer and challenging yourself with the survivor later. Would I think it's the best way to start this game, to be honest with you. I, I think I spent a whole afternoon as just the killer before I really dove in with the survivor. Because I think more skill is needed as a survivor, more communication is needed, and just more of a almost game plan needed for a survivor where whereas with the the killer you can almost just kind of wing it and you're, you're pretty good as long as you uh you wing it as the killer yeah you can just essentially wing it as the killer so that that's my recommendation if you pick up this game start start with the killer i think you'll have more fun with the game i think the game's awesome uh i have fun with both the killer and survivor i however have a different opinion actually the polar opposite opinion of harry when it comes to what you should play first i personally think you should get accustomed to playing the survivor um learning those tactics is technically it's it's harder to learn how to be a good survivor because as he said it's easier to be a killer but once you know survivor tactics it'll make you a lethal killer and you'll have even more fun going in there and being like i'm just gonna destroy people and it, it's definitely, it, it, look, it, it, I mean, it was free. Uh, so if you have a PlayStation 4 and you didn't pick it up, like, uh, it's definitely, I still think, worth the, I think it's like 20 bucks to pick up. And yeah, I, I've had a blast playing this with friends. Uh, it, it, pretty much how I play it is if I'm playing solo, it's mostly killer. If I'm playing with friends, it's mostly survivor. They do have, if you have five friends or uh, four other friends, you can play private matches where everyone gets all the perks at highest level and everything's just ridiculous. Not so much fun. I would, I would like tone it back, be like, all right, everyone can only use level one perks and things like that. It would actually make it like more of a challenge because the killer just is too overpowered when Mm -hmm. everything's unlocked. So yeah, overall, I think it's a, a really fun and addictive game. I I love it. You're in. Mm-hmm. Balls deep. Mm-hmm. The abyss has me, or the entity has me. <laughs> All right. Score time. The score. I'm going to give this four hooked survivors and no open escape gate. So yeah, based off of what I've put in so far and an inch <laughs> the best inch you've ever had in your life i'm going to go with a b with this but i have a feeling that over time that may start to rise up a little more or maybe i'll just get rageful and delete it <laughs> to two inches <laughs> rageful oh my god angry two inches <laughs> not all of us can be hung like a hamster like you harry <laughs> furry and round <laughs> ew <laughs> All right, Ralph, what you got? I want to unhear that whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to give this a... Squealing. Let me winks. I'm going to go with a 75%. All righty. And last, and totally least, Harry. 
I am going to go with a 7.0, which will tie with Donkey Kong Country and Tomb Raider. Womb Raider. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to go higher than that. Me too. Yeah. No, I think it's uh, almost, I, I think it's a good game. I think it's a lot of fun. It's I just, about on the same level as uh, mine carts and gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh I think it's like a flavor of the week kind of thing. Like I think it's gonna wear itself thin at some point. Oh, I mean, like H one Z one. I haven't touched that in a couple weeks. That's I, it right I there. I gave H one Z one a six point five. Still better than Fortnite. I've watched That's videos bad. of Fortnite. I don't think I could get into that. I would give Fortnite like a four. Really? Out of a hundred. I hate Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. All right. Well, thanks again, guys, for uh, for tuning in. All right, guys, and uh, join us in two weeks for our next review. Uh, you'll see the mubbers in between, but in two weeks, we're going to have Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Oh, my God. Really? We're uh, finally going to do it? A Zelda joint. Is that like a Spike Lee joint? Yeah, like a Spike <laughs> Lee joint, but it's a Zelda joint. Oh, my God. I've been wanting to talk about this game forever. Smoking them Korok leaves. Little doo-doo. <laughs> Little doo-doo. <laughs> Little poo nugget. Game over. Game over. Game over. Game over. Game over. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast.